Caitlin. And I am Jillian. And we are the hosts of the OK Drama Podcast. Where two friends recap and break down K-dramas one episode at a time. We're back! The last two. I know. I feel like this drama went by really fast. I agree. These past eight weeks or whatever. <laughs> it is. It has been a really wild and fun ride. Yeah, I mentioned when we saw these two episodes that... I felt like it went by so much faster than Descendants because yeah. we saw like five or six episodes of Descendants together before we started the podcast and then had to go back in time and rewatch those previous episodes. Mm-hmm. So it made it kind of doubly long. Yeah. And this one we kind of just blew through watching two episodes at a time. Yeah, exactly. Because we also did Descendants one mm-hmm. episode. So mm-hmm. I know. I'm still trying to look for what we can watch in the future. Uh-huh. Um, and... Make sure y'all subscribe so you can listen to next week's episode, which will be a complete rundown of the entire series with our dudes. usually our extra silly episode. Yes. Really ridiculous. Um, We will hand out some superlatives and um, talk about just what the boys thought, Mm -hmm. and that will probably go down some weird tangents. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. But anyway, I'm so excited Mm -hmm. to talk about the last two. So let's, let's do, it. do it. Yeah. Um, episode five, t- 15, <laughs> episode 15 title is I should have known if you didn't say anything. Dot, dot, dot. And the synopsis says, Yunho wants Donnie to say he did the right thing and tries to figure out who's behind a mysterious manuscript, but he isn't the only one investigating. Mm. Mm-hmm. So episode 15 starts with Donnie going through the box in the attic that holds author Kong's notes and journals and we learn about his Alzheimer's diagnosis and how Yunho took care of him and he didn't want anyone to know that he had Alzheimer's because he was ashamed. So he asked Yunho to promise to publish his declaration of his retirement and to not tell anyone what was going on. And I think it's sort of a I'm embarrassed because I was this really prolific writer and kind of ashamed of yeah. this illness and, like, kind of losing his mind, essentially. And Yeah, he's, like, his own brain is basically mm-hmm. betraying him, which yeah. was, like, one of his, you know, like you said, like, best, or I guess one of his favorite things about himself, yeah, like, his ability to write and yeah, express himself. He mentioned losing his expressive writing and being mm-hmm. able to create through that disease. So all of that happens. Um, now we had a voiceover of his words, and we see like some rough times that he was going through with Yunho as the disease is getting worse. So Yunho's kind of checking on him a lot and kind of bringing him back to life mm-hmm. <laughs> when he's kind of lost, just wandering around or throwing water on Yunho. He doesn't know who he is, and they're arguing and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Donnie is reading all of this, and she starts to cry as she realizes that Yunho had to go through all of this alone. He comes home, and he sees all the notes sprawled out on the floor and Donnie's crying and she asks if he's been taking care of Mr. Kong and he looks really nervous and um he's not sure because again he's been keeping this a secret forever but unsure if he did the right thing in keeping this secret yeah and he was like kind of afraid that people would judge him for basically locking him up yeah like I mean not it wasn't against his will right it was he that's what he wanted yeah but it's still, like, it, it can be perceived as fucked up. Yeah, definitely. People, I think. But he comforts Donnie and tells her that he's okay and that he thought of it as his responsibility. So she apologizes for being clueless and 
they're just kind of hugging and comforting each other. And yeah. And I kind of wanted to be like, Donnie, you're always clueless, sweetie. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you're great at your job, but when it comes to people, like, you yeah. don't know who's fucking into you. You don't know when other people are trying to give you the hint to, like, leave, leave or not bother. And then you interrupt a really intense, not quite romantic, but just yeah. intense moment with your boss and being like, I'll take your car. <laughs> Donnie. God. Yeah, she's totally clueless when it comes to personal relationships mm-hmm. and understanding what's happening there. So then we cut to G. Yule and Hayden at the office, and they see the manuscript that Sojun submitted under the pen name Park Jung-hoon. So Hayden and G. Yule think that it could be Mr. Kong's, and Hayden starts to read through the manuscript taking notes. We cut back to Donnie and Yoon-ho talking about how he handled Mr. Kong alone and how sad and sorry Donnie feels. Yoon-ho asks Donnie to tell him that he did the right thing and that what he and that's what he wanted this whole time she says that she knows that he did what mr kong wanted and that he did the right thing Mm -hmm. then we cut to mr bong (laughs) in maybe one of the most cringy scenes of this whole Mm -hmm, show mm -hmm. Uh, we see mr bong deliver a birthday cake to one of the authors again in a really cringy way uh, he's wearing a birthday hat and has a little noisemaker side note i think it's really interesting that he makes house calls to, like, deliver a birthday gift to, like, uh-huh. to make a big thing out of somebody's birthday who he's publishing work for or whatever. Uh-huh. Because I feel like normally you'd, like, send an email or give him a call or send him a card or something, you know? Yeah. Like send him a little gift, gift, but not, like, necessarily make a house call. Yeah, maybe he doesn't have anything better to do. Yeah, and maybe also with that other author who oh, yeah. happened killed himself, he's wanting to, like, make sure he's there for his people maybe and like be in their good graces so they don't leave yeah but yeah it was just kind of extra and it gets worse yeah um so he sings happy birthday to the guy once he answers the door he has a really interesting singing voice it's Mm -hmm. very deep i Mm -hmm. liked it um but he basically forces his way into the guy's apartment inappropriate yeah (laughs) because the guy like obviously does not really want him to mm-hmm. be there he's like oh thanks like Bye. this is weird like you said it would probably be more appropriate to like send an edible arrangement yes or yeah like an email or a card or something especially because the guy looks young and mm-hmm. i feel like this people, random older dude yeah i feel like people of our generation aren't like necessarily accustomed to getting mm-hmm. nice mm-hmm. things <laughs> Yeah, we're as, not we're not used to house calls like that. As sad as that is, but yeah. Send us a text, please, and thank you. <laughs> and an edible arrangement. Yes. <laughs> or some money. Yes, preferably. Um So yeah, so he forces his way his way into the apartment and he sees his ex wife, Miss So. Yeah, and camera he, like cut to the shoes and like mm Yeah, he's like afraid with what was gonna happen. He's like, Oh, lady shoes. And then he's like, Wait, those look familiar. And God. then you see her and he is like, Oh, you came too to wish him a happy oh, birthday. And her face is just like, You're a fucking idiot. Like, that's what her face says. Yeah, while she's eating like a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Um so he asks if she, like I said, he asks if she came to wish him a happy birthday, and he finally, like, kind of gets it and asks when she got there, and she says yesterday, <laughs> and he, like, freaks out, and mm-hmm. so we kind of cut 
from the apartment to them walking to her car. Mm-hmm. And he keeps asking how and why, and he's just like, basically, what the fuck? Yeah. And um, he's really upset. And he asks if they slept together, and she says yes. And he's like, how could you say that? (laughs) And um, he just, like, keeps trying to be like, how could you do this to me? And talking about their relationship. And she's basically like, dude, we have no relationship. Like, Mm -hmm. we have a kid together. You're my ex-husband. Deal with it. And he, he says, I think, something along the lines of, like, how could you date a guy, like, that we work with? And she was like we work together. And then he says, yeah, but we're special. And then she says, special my ass. And then then gets in the car. And I'm like, fuck. Miss So is kind of like cold. Yeah. She gives a fuck. Yeah. Especially when it comes to him. She's really rude. Mm Mm-hmm. But I'm like, I I wonder how shitty of a husband he must have been for her to be like, dude, I don't. I don't care if we're you're upset. Yeah, yeah, we weren't special. Yeah. Um, we then cut to Yunho and Donnie, who spent the night together in the attic. And he keeps thinking about Mr. Kong. And then, as he's kind of just lying there, daydreaming, he gets a call from Hirin. And she tells him that they got a manuscript of The Heroes, which is the title of the last book Mr. Kong said he'd write. And she tells him that the contact information that the author submitted is fake, like the address and the email and stuff. Or, sorry, the address and the phone number and everything. And Hayden starts asking questions about Mr. Kong's declaration, but Yoon Ho, you know, the usual, gives non-answers. Mm-hmm. Um, and he tells her that they can talk more at work once he's actually read it and tells her not to tell anyone. He then emails Park Jung-hoon, which is Sojun, about the manuscript and tells him to call Yoon Ho. And Sojun responds to the email and says that since the phone number and address are fake, that obviously he only wants to communicate through email. And he'll give the publishing company one week to decide to publish. And Sojun thinks that he knows that he is not Mr. Kong as everyone else thinks. And Sojun thinks that Yunho has the key to where Mr. Kong is. It's so confusing. Yeah. It's, it's like only one, two people know where Mr. Kong is truly. Yeah. Everyone has, like, ideas, even the people in the publishing company. Sojun, I don't know, it's all fucked up at this point. I know. It's really confusing, like, trying to keep everyone, like, straight as to who knows what. So mm-hmm. we, because I keep thinking, like, oh, yeah, Hayden doesn't know anything. Yeah. She, like, barely knows about Yunho and Donnie. And then nobody else at the office knows about Yunho and Donnie. Yeah, and no one knows... Like, Donnie doesn't, Donnie just found out where, mm-hmm. like, fucking Mr. Kong was. And then they kind of, I'm kind of jumping ahead, but they basically all come to the realization that Sojun is the son. And it's just, like, I feel like they built this up in a good way. Mm-hmm. But also when it's, like, all coming to the surface, you're like, wait, what the fuck? Like, this yeah, is kind of confusing. Yeah, it's, it's all over the place. Especially because we throw in Park Jung-hoon, <laughs> like, a different yeah. name. Yeah, at first it was like, who? I know. Alex- Whose manuscript does he send? <laughs> I know. Alex was saying, who's Park Jung-hoon? <laughs> and then I was like, Sojun. And then he goes, which one is Sojun? <laughs> like, he can't. We watch these once a week. And in the, like, intervening six yeah. days, he forgets everyone's names. Yeah, and Andrew was like, we keep practicing before, and I keep forgetting that's happening. And then we start watching, and I- I've fallen asleep, like, the last three episodes. <laughs> Oh, oh my no. god, sorry, okay? 
<laughs> well, he needs to be listening to the podcast yes, so he can exactly. know what was going on. Be cued in here. Mm-hmm. So the next day, uh, Hating and Yunho meet, and Yunho says that he emailed the author. Hating still thinks that it might actually be Mr. Kong. No, girl. No. And Yunho, it's really, I think, impressive at how good Yunho is at, like, shutting down talks mm-hmm. about Mr. Kong, like, really nonchalantly. Mm-hmm. I mean, at the very beginning of the series, he was, like... Real defensive. Yeah, but he's just like, no. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Um, and it might depend also on how he's approached about it. Like, that's true. Sojun came off kind of... Intense. Yeah, just like questioning, questioning, questioning. And it's somebody he doesn't even know. Yeah. He knows hating, so. And that one at the very beginning when he's being interviewed and then he like takes yes. a fake phone call. Love that. <laughs> oh, God. Um, so, yeah, so he basically blows her off. And um, at the office, hating tells Ji Yul that she gave the manuscript to Yunho, but Ji Yul is upset since she feels like she's worked hard. And that the work has kind of been stolen from her. Mm-hmm. Which I kind of get because I think maybe she's seen, like, in within the publishing company. Mm-hmm. Like, you kind of have to, like, look out for yourself or else, yeah. like, people might fuck you over. Even though it seems like a great place to work. Yeah. But. Everyone's looking to get ahead. Yeah. So she's kind of, like, suspicious and a little bit disappointed. Because I think she looked up to both Yoon-ho and Hayden and is yeah. not feeling great about that. So yeah, so she looks discouraged, but Hayden tries to comfort her, saying that Yunho is looking into it. So then we cut back, and we see Donnie dealing with the <laughs> bullshit at her job, answering calls oh from God. people who haven't gotten paid. The Redu- place looks so fucking miserable. I know. Like, it's just a tiny room. Your fucking bosses are right in that room with you. And that poor girl that sitting poor next girl to her. next to you, like, oh God. Who looks like she hasn't left in, like, days. <laughs> yeah. When she said that she has to be there for a year, she means literally there for a year. She can't leave. <laughs> She's living in the office <laughs> with her blanket over her oh That poor girl. Um, <laughs> yeah, so Donnie's job fucking sucks. Mm-hmm. It would be so stressful to me to have to answer calls from people who haven't gotten paid. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Yeah, I can't imagine what's happening on the other end of that one. No. Yeah, so... Um, other things that are going wrong, she has to reduce her marketing ideas to things that can be done for free or, mm-hmm. like, really cheap. And she's reading, like, really generic, like, boring manuscripts. And, um, yeah, she's just kind of fed up. And her bosses are like, hey, don't worry about it. Like, that's kind of their thing. Like, just do your job. Don't mm-hmm. worry about it. Which is not Donnie's style. No. Um, so her and Yoon Ho have a little meetup and a little flirty date thing in the library. And then they walk home. Cute. It was mostly just to see them, like... Yeah, be cute. Be cute. Yeah, there didn't... Nothing really happened. Um, we then cut to Parkoon and ji who are riding the bus home, which is great for ji Mm-hmm. And while ji is venting to Parkoon about work, he's on Tinder. Hello, sponsor. Yes. <laughs> so he's just, like, clicking through photos, swiping left and right, whatever. Uh-huh. And then when he gets a match, he's excited. He immediately gets off the bus, and ji like, the fuck? Mm-hmm. Who? What? You she's have a like, date. You matched with somebody? Yeah, she's like completely shocked. Uh-huh. She gets super jealous. She tries to get off the bus at the same stop he does, but she misses it, has to get off the next one. Also, because she doesn't like know how to like yeah. ring the buzzer. Yeah, so she like runs up to the front and she's like, please let me out, sir, please. Yeah. <laughs> she gets off in a completely 
different areas. She has to run over to where he is. Mm-hmm. She finds him at a subway. Hello, sponsor number two. Mm-hmm. And his back is turned to her at the window. And there's a cute girl that he's talking to. And she's, like, staring through the through the glass. And she looks crazy. She makes the best faces. I love, I love her faces. I love this actress She's so, so cute. Mm-hmm. So cute and so funny. So Parkoon goes to the restroom. It's, like, a really weird moment with him where he suddenly has, like, a weird cramp. Well, I... It's, like, awkward, and I don't know what's... What that's about? Yeah. Okay, so at the moment where she yells, Park who? Uh-huh. He gets that. So I didn't know if it meant, like, they were kind of, like, connected. Like, he... I thought I thought he was feeling sick because he felt her near at yeah. first. Yeah, And then, like, he ran to the restroom, but then later on they show him talking to the subway people, like, your toilet is clogged up yeah. and stuff, and I really need to go. I'm just, like... Really awkward and uncomfortable. He has the nervous poops. Yeah. As, that, as I like to say. That's what it seems like. But I didn't know if it was like sitting next to a pretty girl uh-huh. or because he felt the power of Jewel. I think it was because he felt the power of Jewel. <laughs> that's so that's how I'm interpreting it. So anyway, while he's in the restroom, she um, runs into Subway and she kind of just like tells this girl like, he lives with me. Parkoon lives with me. We live together. Mm-hmm. Why are you here with him? And it turns into, like, this big thing. And she's like, okay. The girl doesn't know how to respond, and it's really awkward and uncomfortable. Uh-huh. And then Parkoon comes back. Jewel kind of stares out the window again and then leaves. Mm-hmm. I like how she bangs her shoes <laughs> on the window. <laughs> yeah, she's, like, holding it up, her heel. Uh-huh. Um, and the girl basically tells him, like, um, I don't think we can do this right now because your roommate just came in here and she scared me. Mm-hmm. She's crazy. And Parkoon is like, the fuck? So we go back um, to his apartment, which is where she's living. And she's freaking out sitting on the floor like, why did I talk to her? Why did I, why did I tell her that? What happened? Mm-hmm. And she's questioning, like, do I like him? No. No, I don't like him. And then he comes in and she finds out. She's just, like, in a marketing study group. Mm-hmm. The subway girl wasn't really a date. Mm-hmm. And she gets happy. And she's just, her expression here, I can't even describe the face she's making. Mm-hmm. It's so cute. It's so funny. Like, her back is turned to him. And he's mm-hmm. just like, what? Yeah. I'm with you. Also, because when he walked in, it had, like, the big, like, gush of air. And yes. he looked, yes. like, super handsome to her. Was he wearing his jacket also that, like, blew in the wind? Maybe. I, I don't think, remember. I think he yeah. had, like, a longer coat. sort of coat. Yeah, I think so, too. Oh, my God. That's, like, the trademark of this. Yes, <laughs> yes. Whenever someone's looking real good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so Gio's, like, super happy that it wasn't a date. And she's, like, clapping to herself. <laughs> so she's cute. Funny. Yeah. Love her. She really grew on me. Yeah, same. At first I thought she was just going to be, like, an annoying, rich yeah, young girl. But she's definitely still rich. She's just not getting that money. Yeah. <laughs> and that made her, I think, more likable. Uh-huh. Yes, definitely. So back at the office, Hayden is working late again and realizes that she may have read a part of the heroes somewhere before, mm-hmm. but she can't remember. Then we see the young employees at the publishing company try to suck up to the founders so they can win the idea contest. And this is just kind of like a montage, mm-hmm. basically, of seeing, like, how everyone's trying to suck up to them. Or trying to, like, sneak a peek yeah. at what they're reading and what they're scoring. Yeah. Inappropriate. Uh, mm-hmm. 
So we also see Mr. Kim approach Miss Go about the idea contest. I'm liking their chemistry yes. a lot. And and I feel like Miss Go gets prettier every episode. Yes. She's so pretty. I know. And I love her hairstyle, too. I love her hair. I love her makeup. Mm-hmm. She pulls off pink eyeshadow mm-hmm. very well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's cute. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it basically just kind of seems like Mr. Kim wants to hang out with Miss mm-hmm. Go, and she was like, we can't talk about this because we have to remain impartial. I love how soft her voice is, too, yes. because she's, like, so intense, but she's like, no, no, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I want to be her. <laughs> she's so cool. Uh, so uh, then Mr. Bong approaches Miss So at work about her dating life. And he gets upset again. Mm-hmm. Egon just got upset, too. Yeah, he's like, like no, I know. just let it go. <laughs> <laughs> let me so live. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. So the founders meet, and they come to a consensus about which idea should be chosen. And it seems like a pretty overwhelming, mm-hmm. like, vote to one specific idea. Mm-hmm. And then, surprise. Drum roll. What we all thought it was, mm-hmm. it was Donnie's idea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love how they're like, is it Jules? Because Mr. Yeah. Bong is like, Jules been working really hard lately. And you know, like, clocked in the number and uh-huh. just stared at it and left the room. Uh-huh. And everyone was like, what? What? Who is it? Who is, is it Jules? <laughs> so funny. Um, yeah. But the other founders can't believe it. And they feel really bad since she doesn't work there Suckers. anymore. I know. And Mr. Kim is like, what do I do? What do I do? Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's just kind of a kind of shitty situation. Like it's exciting for Donnie, mm-hmm. but it's kind of like n- not anticlimactic, but it's almost like the wind was sucked out of their sails. Like, yeah. oh fuck, that happened, and she was really good. Mm-hmm. This proves it. Mm-hmm. And then um, Mr. Kim is like looking at their poster. And he's like. Anyone can apply. That's where we made a mistake. Anybody that works here. Mm. <laughs> Mr. Kim is so funny. Oh, and I think he says, like, this is when I hate being a boss. Uh-huh. Um, so we cut to the victorious Donnie back at her crappy job. Yes. And she realizes that one of their new books, or, like, one of the manuscripts they got, is basically just chunks of text from different already published books wonderful which i'm pretty sure is like illegal yep um these people don't care though no she confronts her boss and he again doesn't care he's like don't worry about it just it's fine just do the work and um yeah she's like what like she just cannot believe it because she's like um she like cuts him off and it's like i'll go call the translator like right away like Mm -hmm. this is unacceptable and he's like no, no, no. We already paid him. And I'm like, really? That's the one That's guy the you've paid? paid? Yeah. Okay. And I like how she has, like, a little montage moment of remembering working mm-hmm. in the office with everyone else and just how great they were at their jobs and how passionate they were. Mm-hmm. It was just completely different from where she's at now. Yeah, like, her current place, they're, like, doing the bare minimum. Mm-hmm. And lying and cheating and... Making crappy books. Yeah. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Ugh. Um, back at the office, the, the good office, uh-huh. everyone starts asking why the founders haven't announced the winner. And Mr. Bong gets super antsy about what's happening. So Mr. Kim doesn't know what to do, and he approaches Miss Go in front of everyone, which is a little bit awkward, I think, because everyone's kind of listening. Mm-hmm. Um, and she tells him that they have a special circumstance uh, recruitment 
in the regulations. And um, Donnie resigned. Well, she's basically saying, like, we have a thing to where we can hire people in, like, special positions. Basically kind of what we talked about, I felt like, right? Yeah. Like, a little loophole in letting her through, essentially. Yeah. I guess the only reason they couldn't do that earlier is because she already worked there. Yeah. But since this is, like, a new recruit, they it's had different. that loophole. Yeah. I don't know. Misko knows the rule book, so yeah, I trust. Yeah, I mean, her. we don't, we don't know, we don't know. Also, we don't I love how Mr. Kim is like, "Can I do that?" Like he's the fucking yeah, president, and, she, and she's like, "I don't know." It's like, in the book. <laughs> you're you're the person, right, to do it if anyone is. Uh huh. Um. So Donnie ends up resigning from her crappy job since she can't work at a place where they don't have any ethics or passion, and um. Again, she's thinking of those moments at her previous job and how great everyone was. Mm-hmm. And as she's walking out of her office, Mr. Kim comes in that trench coat. Mm-hmm. And it's a really big deal. I heard he, the wind blows yeah, right here. again. Um, and he offers her a raise. And she gets him to raise his raise offer. Mm-hmm. And Good girl. <laughs> yeah. And he tells her she'll be on the marketing team this time. Not in the other job, which I forgot what it was labeled as. I think task force. Task force, yeah. And instead, should be a marketing team and get a 200% raise. Dang, Pretty incredible. I yeah. don't know how much she was making before, but 200% is pretty badass. Oh, yeah. Um, then we see Sojun meeting his sweet mom, and they talk about how his relationship ended with Donnie. And she teases him, asking, were you too boring? <laughs> Moms are so mean uh-huh, sometimes. Uh-huh. Yeah, really funny. Although I'm pretty sure my mom would just, like, talk shit. About the dude. Like Hayden's mom? Yeah. I feel like your mom probably would too. My mom would be a combination of Sojun's mom <laughs> and Hayden's mom because my mom, shout out mom, love you. <laughs> she listens to the podcast. <laughs> but she does like to make fun of me mm-hmm. whenever chance she gets. <laughs> so, but maybe she wouldn't if she knew I was like heartbroken. But yeah. Sojun doesn't seem that yeah, heartbroken. Yeah, he seems okay about it, so it's fine. Which is probably. Like, one of the reasons why Donnie said they should break up, because... Yeah. Yeah. Um, so she also makes a comment about letting Donnie go if she's not into him, and he asks if that's why she didn't tell his father about him, since they had already broken up. So basically, they did their thing, broke up, she found out she was pregnant, didn't tell him. hmm And so they talk about how she still thinks about his father a little, and he, of course, looks sad. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 obviously a big family thing between them, who his father is and all the stuff behind it. Yeah, and I know, like, we can already kind of see how big of a deal it was for Donnie to be a single mother mm-hmm. and divorced. Like, I can only imagine how back when Sojun was growing up, mm-hmm. like, 20 years ago, how hard that must have been for his mom and for him. Because I know, yeah. like, you know, kids can be assholes. And, mm-hmm. like, making fun of the fact that he has a single mom and stuff, so. And dealing with, like, I feel for financial yeah. issues and stuff. Mm-hmm. So back at the office, Hating has a little conspiracy theory whiteboard. Her and Sojun, man. They make a good little team. Mm-hmm. And she's trying to figure out who may have written the heroes. So she has, like, different authors and different characters, and she has, like, arrows pointed to, like, so different funny. people. It's really funny. Um, then Songi is cleaning up her little area. <laughs> and I want to know what you think about this. So while she's cleaning up her area, 
Hayden asks if she wants to um, get some like late night snacks because Miss Go is still there. Um, also, mm-hmm. and Songi's like, no, no, no. Like she's like eagerly says no. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know if that was just like a weird choice by the actress or if she was just like, no, I don't want to hang out with you and Miss Go mm-hmm. after work. Yeah, that's interesting. It was just, like, both times that I watched it, it kind of struck me as being, like, does she not want to be there? Mm-hmm. Or was it just, like, a weird line reading maybe, from the actress? Maybe she feels uncomfortable after the altercation with Miss Go, and she, like, yelled at her and embarrassed her or whatever. Maybe. I don't know. But, yeah. But after that last episode, I just didn't like her. <laughs> no, yeah. She <laughs> lost a lot of love from us. Uh-huh. We were like, oh, she's really cute and has great clothes. Mm-hmm. But uh, she will throw you under the bus. Yep. So, anyway. Um, they're all kind of there. And she's cleaning up her area. And she finds the report that she was supposed to file about the contract termination. Mm-hmm. That she blamed Donnie for not sending. Mm-hmm. And so she panics. And tries to shred it. So stupid. I know. I'm like, okay, if you watched enough true crime shows, you know to, like, not panic. Mm-hmm. And don't try <laughs> to get rid of the evidence in front of everyone. Right? Like, like just put it in your purse and take it home. Yeah. You were going to leave anyway. It was already late. You weren't going to stay there. Just take it with you and fucking burn it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do something with it. That's not it. Not at work. Yeah. Totally. Um. <sighs> So, yeah, so she panics, and she tries to shred it, but she tries to shred, like, a whole, like, so fucking stupid. quarter of a ream of paper, and it gets stuck in the shredder, and she breaks it, and so Miss Go sees what's going on, and she's like, oh, do you need help with the shredder? And, like, then she reads what's, what she's shredding, because it got stuck, mm-hmm. like, you know, a third of the way down, and she's like, what the fuck is this, like it was your fault not donnie's and you blamed it on donnie so hating comes running in while miss go is yelling at songi and then hating sees songi's report in the shredder and she has an aha moment Mm -hmm. and she realizes where she read the part of the heroes it was after she was creeping through sojun's shredded trash Mm -hmm. and she's finally putting it together like aha and at that (laughs) point alex was like Wait, why the shredder maker think of that? What? No, he, he was like, "What did the what did the contract termination have to do with?" <laughs> and I was like, "No, it wasn't the contract termination. It was the shredder." And honestly, the first time when I saw that contract termination paper uh-huh. on her desk, I was like, oh, "Are they firing her and just not saying anything? They just like left a paper <laughs> on her desk." This is too cold. It's like Miss Go, damn. But then I saw, no, it's just uh-huh. when she fucked up. <laughs> yeah. I love Alex. He's just like, wait, what? <laughs> um, so good. Yeah. So, back at home, Yunho and Donnie keep talking about Mr. Kong while they wash dishes, and they try to figure out why he wrote about meeting his son, since everyone thinks that he was single and childless. Mm-hmm. So, one of the, like, little post-its had, like, whatever, November yeah. 8th, my son came to visit yeah. me. And Yunho says, like, I never saw him that day. Mm-hmm. And so they're kind of, like, theorizing, well, maybe he got confused about what day it was. Mm-hmm. And, you or know. Or saw someone else. Or, or yeah, whatever. or saw someone else. Or, and he often called Yunho his son. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of what they're thinking. Yeah. Um, Hayden, after she realizes about the shredded paper and stuff in the writing, 
She goes over to Yunho's place and tells him that she thinks Sojun wrote the manuscript. And Donnie tells them as they're all sitting around the table, like, Sojun's birthday is 423, like the title of his last book. I don't know. Is that his last book? I think so, yeah. Okay, yeah. That's what I thought. Um, and then they all start to put it together that more than likely Sojun is his actual son. Yunho then calls Sojun and tells him he wants to meet. And then they get a flash flashback of Sojun asking Mr. Kong for money to help his mom when she was sick with cancer. Mm-hmm. And it's a really, like, sweet but sad moment. He, like, meets him outside. Like, I don't know if it's his house or someplace. Yeah. But he's basically telling him, like, you don't need to see us or, like, visit or anything, but just, like, help my mom, please. And he's already sick at this point. Mm-hmm. Like, I think if you look at the timeline, he's... <laughs> if you look at the timeline, he's already, like, I think at least a year into mm-hmm. his diagnosis, so... Yeah. And that's when he's, like, writing things down, like, mm-hmm. what's happening or whatever. Exactly. Um, Yunho and Sojun then meet at a bar that Mr. Kong liked. And Yunho confronts Sojun about the heroes and calls him Park Jung-hoon and asks if he wants to know the secret behind the title, April 23. And then... End of episode. Dun-dun-dun. Good ending. Yeah. I was happy that we had another episode again. Yes, absolutely. But, yeah, that was... I felt like the first, like, two-thirds of that episode was mostly, like, fluff. Mm -hmm. Like, look at them on a date. Like, Mm -hmm. look at these people. Look at Mr. Bong getting upset. Yeah, (laughs) that his ex-wife is having sex with other people. Mm -hmm. And then it was just kind of like, hey, remember this happened? Remember all these secrets? Well, you're finally about to learn them. (laughs) Last episode, let's go. Mm -hmm. So, next episode... The last episode, episode 16, is titled, As If I Had Met You in a Book and Received Warm Comfort. Mm. Uh, Yunho gets a call from Gapyong and is urged to live his life so that he may be like a book in someone's life. Donnie focuses on a cherished tome. Side note, did you know what a tome was? No. I had to Google it, and it is a, a gun, um... From dictionary.com, it is a book, especially a large, heavy, scholarly one. So, yes. Now I feel like I should use that. And not that I'm around a lot of books. (laughs) A lot of large, heavy, scholarly books. Right. (laughs) Uh, So, episode 16 starts with um, Donnie feeling herself (laughs) as she starts back at uh, Gyoru. I think that's how you say it. Um, I love how she, so she's wearing a trench coat and she like is like pushing like the coattails back so it looks like there's a wind and she's like, yeah, really excited. So we see Park Hoon and Jiyo plan a little welcome surprise for Donnie with confetti and noisemakers and they're watching the numbers um, of the elevator go up. And they keep, like, kind of scurrying from, like, I guess there's two elevators mm-hmm. on that floor, and so they keep scurrying back and forth. They're so cute together. I love them. So first they end up hitting Miss Go, and then they get- She does Ms. not look happy. No. And then they get to Mr. Kim, and they basically, like, make Little him deaf. Out. Yeah. Uh, with the noisemakers. And then they are like, well- Shit, we don't have any more confetti. Let's just shake our heads really fast. Gio <laughs> looks so funny. His parkoon's telling her, like, just do it faster. Faster. <laughs> She's just like, uh. <laughs> so funny. Because I guess her headbands have, like, welcome back yeah, or something. They have, like, it. a little spring, too. Uh-huh. It's, like, to where they're kind of bouncing. So while they're planning the head shaking, 
she comes up the elevator and just like waves at them like hey like uh-huh. welcome back and they think that she's like stuck up now and that she's changed now that she's like on the marketing team but she was just teasing them mm-hmm. and she like comes and runs back and they all scream and they jump and then i think that like walking on sunshine song plays mm-hmm. and i would have like been a little bit like why didn't y'all text me <laughs> or right. call me like we were friends yeah it just seemed a little bit weird like now that she put in her resignation and left, like, we can't talk to her. Yeah. You know, like, I get that it's probably awkward, mm-hmm. like, the way things went down previous. Yeah. But they all got along so well, and they hung out outside of work to, like, do things. Also, you would think, like, Park Hoon, he, like, met that girl on Tinder, supposedly, to learn about marketing. Mm-hmm. You would think that since he was already close to Donnie, someone who has years of experience yeah. in advertising and he's friends with already yeah you would think like maybe he would want to like meet up with her i don't know but yeah that's a good point it just seemed a little bit weird because they also seemed extremely happy when they found out she was coming back yeah and like wanting to celebrate her as she came up the elevator yeah maybe it's one of those things where like out of sight out of mind because mm-hmm. i very rarely stay friends with co-workers yeah <laughs> once same. i've moved jobs absolutely but, but it, I also don't go to coffee shops with yeah, my coworkers. Their, their relationship seemed, like, really cute and, like, yeah. they were truly friends. It's kind of funny. Yeah. Um, Maybe they did text off screen. Maybe. I don't know. Probably not. But... Fanfic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what did they text? I need Park Hoon and Donnie. <laughs> Just <laughs> mentorship fanfic. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, they're all, like, jumping and screaming and everyone's really excited. And so, basically, the whole staff greets Donnie with gifts, and Songi apologizes to Donnie in front of everyone, but only after Hayden was like, Mm. nudge, nudge, didn't you want to say something to her? Didn't you realize something? (laughs) Like a fucking mom. Mm -hmm. Um, But Donnie is, like, a way nicer person than I am. She's like, no problem. I would have been like, okay. Mm -hmm. Thanks. Yeah. (laughs) Turned away. (laughs) I would have said thanks just because everyone was standing there. Yeah. I would have, I probably would have been like, Oh, you know, stuff happens. I get it. And then I would have been to Alex like, can you believe this girl? (laughs) This fucking girl. She had the audacity Uh to do it in front of everyone. I also love that her gift was a little, like, desk humidifier. Have you seen those before? Okay. Those are, like, really popular in Korea, apparently. Like, the little mini Mm -hmm. humidifier since it's so cold and dry there. But I liked it. I should have one is your classroom cold and dry? It's hell. Yeah. <laughs> Need to make it a little steamy yeah. in there. <laughs> so just, just by my face. To take care of your skin. Yes. Um, da, 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 da. Okay, yeah. So everyone's, like, super happy. Mr. Kim congratulates Donnie for winning the contest. And he's also wearing a little headband that Park Hoon and Jiul <laughs> are wearing. And then everyone cheers for her. Even Miss Go walks by and mouths good job to her. Very sweet. Mm-hmm. So then Donnie gets a text from Yunho telling her to look at him. And then they keep making hearts to each other. But they're not very good at making hearts. Yeah. His little, like, finger hearts look like these. Yeah. They're, like, way too wide. And then Donnie tries to do, like, the two-handed, like, classic mm-hmm. heart. It looks like a circle. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> no, like an oval. push your, like... Fingers and more, so it looks like a freaking heart, not just a circle. (laughs) 
like the only one they're good at is the one where they put their hands like Andrew, over their head. Andrew said something like, "They invented it. <laughs> Can't they do it?" Oh my god. <laughs> I guess not every Korean person is good at finger hearts. I guess not, no. But, yeah, I thought it was shocking how wide his (laughs) were. (laughs) When I'm doing it, it looks like an L that's falling on Like an L7. Or like a check mark. (laughs) Yeah. So stupid. Oh, God. Anyway. Jesus. Also, Um. my thought was, how is no one seeing this? Yeah. I don't know where everyone was at that time like i know they had kind of like cleared out because oh yeah mr bong was like i've been taking dance lessons he wants to tango with me oh yeah mm-hmm. and then he like grabs parkoon and so yeah people are kind of like going back to their areas and like but you think they'd be like where's donnie we're celebrating her <laughs> right well and i thought donnie was like still at her desk i don't know it was very confusing to me how they could Nobody be in saw. a space mm-hmm. yeah where no one saw and then I was thinking, like, oh, are are they out with their relationship? But as we will later see, nope. they weren't. So. <laughs> um, so after all the fun shenanigans, ji is still thinking about the manuscript that she thinks was written by Mr. Kong. And she starts getting really paranoid at this point that Hayden and Yoon-ho are hiding it from everyone so they can take credit for it. Which, I don't know if she re- knew this at any point, being friends with Donnie, but... That whole situation with Donnie having an idea and Miss Go having uh-huh. the same idea, essentially, apparently, and feeling like it was stolen or whatever. So she starts to freak out about it. And while she and Mr. Bong are in the break room, she mentions the manuscript to him, kind of not really so casually. <laughs> and he freaks out and he runs yelling to Hayden to give him the manuscript in front of everyone. Obviously, everyone overhears Mr. Kim mm-hmm. and Miss Go are walking by and it's like, what's happening? Mm-hmm. And then um, we see Hayden leaving Mr. Kim's office and he tells her he understands. Yeah, so we kind of like assume she's told him the whole story of everything she knows. And he knows the whole yeah. deal. Mm-hmm. So He's known this whole mm-hmm. time where the real Mr. Kong is. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we get a flashback of Yoon Ho giving Mr. Kim the declaration and telling him Mr. Kong was his father. And at first, Mr. Kim doesn't believe him since everyone knows he was single without kids his whole life. And then Yoon Ho tells him about the journals and how he needs a place to keep Mr. Kong. So it's it's just slowly revealing uh-huh. that whole backstory with Mr. Kong and who he was and where he falls into place with the whole story. Yeah, and kind of like the lengths lengths that Yoon Ho went through to, like, make sure he was, yeah, safe. So, we're finally coming back to the bar where episode 15 ended. Mm -hmm. So, I guess we kind of, like, were out of order. Went back in time for a while. Um, Yoon Ho gives Sojun another book to work on, and then confronts him about the heroes. And Sojun asks if Yoon Ho knows where Mr. Kong is and what he's up to. Yoon Ho (laughs) asks if um, Sojun is a fan or if there's more to it. And calls him out for being Park Jung-hoon. What? I know. Basically, he's like, uh, you're, like, really into this dude. Mm-hmm. And I know you wrote a whole freaking book, so mm-hmm. what's the deal? Then he gives um, Sojun the manuscript for April 23rd, where Blue Knight is scratched out, like, the original. Mm-hmm. And he tells him about the journal entry mentioning the sun. Then he tells him that both confused him, but after meeting Sojun, he thinks he can finally figure it out. So Sojin's like, 
you got me. <laughs> but he's like, you know, not shaken up, but he looks like kind of on edge. Like, mm-hmm. like he's finally going to figure out, you know, the story of his life, yeah. <laughs> basically. Yeah. Um, so Sojin asks about Mr. Kong and what he said about, you know, renaming the book and the sun thing. And Yunho tells him that he's on a state to talk about it. And Sojin is really confused, but Yunho can't tell him anything anymore. And so he gives, um, Yunho gives Sojun a bag full of the notes and the journals for him to read over. So we see Sojun getting home and reading everything, and he realizes that it wasn't that Mr. Kong didn't want to be with Sojun, it was that he didn't remember. Mm-hmm. Which is, like, really heartbreaking. Yeah, very sad. Um, and we get another flashback of Sojun telling Mr. Kong about his mom and asking for help. Mm-hmm. And then we see Mr. Kong renaming the book. And basically saying, like, like, I can't forget my son. Yeah. I, I need to remember my son. Yeah, he's like, birth. he's like, don't forget, don't forget. And then he writes on, like, his birthday, his, mm-hmm. his, or he doesn't write down his name, but he, like, is repeating his name. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really sad because it makes you think, like, man, if Sojun or his mom had just reached out to him, like, even a year or two mm-hmm. before, like, he probably, not that he would have remembered, but. He could have had more time. Yeah, he would have had a relationship with them. Mm-hmm. But at that point, it was just too far. Mm-hmm. Oh, so sad. So then Hayden stops by Sojun's place, but she doesn't knock on the door or call him. She's just kind of, like, loitering mm-hmm. outside of his door. Typical Hayden. I know. <laughs> a little creep. Um, but she's sweet. So basically, she's just waiting to see if he needs her mm-hmm. and, you know, making sure that there aren't any shenanigans going on inside his house. Yunho runs by, which I think was an interesting choice. Like yeah, he's running? Yeah. Like, you gave him this stuff presumably hours ago. Mm-hmm. You would think, like, if you were really concerned about him, you would, like, go home. Yeah. With him. Yeah. Or just casually walk by. Like, why are you running? Yeah. Anyway. It's like he, he left the stuff with him. Went home and then realized, like, oh, that might fuck him up a bit. <laughs> I have to go, but yeah, but let me, like, change into my casual uh-huh. wear. Let me have some dinner first. <laughs> Ugh, you know. I know. Um, so, again, he runs by, and she comes down from Sojun's stoop thing, mm-hmm. and they talk about how they're both worried about him. And Yunho says, Sojin is lucky to have a friend like Hayden, and Hayden says, Donnie is lucky to have such a kind boyfriend. Ha. Mm. Huh. I like that Hayden is okay. Yeah. She's not, like, super crazy and jealous anymore. Insane. Yeah. She got over it fairly quickly, I think. And that's good. Yeah. And she might still have, like, a little bit of, like, mm-hmm. a crush thing on Yunho, but, but yeah, it seems like she's like, handling it. Yeah, she's well. not harboring, like, Resentment. resentment towards Donnie, which I think is really important. Yeah, definitely. I appreciate that. It's not like an uncomfortable cat fight or like girl jealousy thing. Yeah, which is like really easy to do. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I think, yeah, I really appreciate that the show really didn't pit any women against each mm-hmm. other only for, it was really only for like career stuff. Yeah. Which I think and is And even then it wasn't like huge. Yeah. Just like little things back and forth. And it's more like just the system fucking sucks. Mm-hmm. So yeah. women are kind of like forced to be competitive mm-hmm. with each other. Yeah. Um, Yunho then gets a call in the middle of the night from Mr. Kong's house. Then it cuts to him picking up Sojun. 
And then it cuts to them at Mr. Kong's house. And even though Yoon-ho told Sojun in the car that he would be fine, Mr. Kong has, in fact, passed away by the time they get there. Or he's, like, really on the verge of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and both of the dudes are crying. And they're both holding his hand. And Yoon-ho is kind of helping Sojun hold his hand oh. in the end. And, like, the camera's cutting to just the three hands together. Yeah. It's a pretty sad moment. <laughs> I know. I really like that Yoon-ho helps Sojun, like, he, like, bridges the gap between yeah. Mr. Kong and Sojun. They almost become, like, two brothers. Uh-huh. With their dad. I also think it's interesting that Mr. Kim is always there. Mm-hmm. Like, why is he getting there first? <laughs> always. Yeah, but it's like... Maybe he lives know. closer. Maybe. But... He's got his own little, like, jet. Mm-hmm. Fly over there. Mm-hmm. Um, we then flash forward, and we see Sojun tell Yoon-ho about how he thought that Mr. Kong just didn't want to acknowledge him as his son. And he, Sojun, wrote the heroes to prove that he was his son. And yoon know, tells him that it seems like Mr. Kong waited for Sojun and even renamed April 23rd as a message to Sojun. And waited for him in the sense of not dying until mm-hmm. he was there. And Sojun says that he sometimes thought that maybe it was a sign for him, the title change, or the mm-hmm. title of the book. He didn't know it was changed. But he didn't know, and he thanks you know for giving him closure and staying by his side. And I like that these two dudes are friends now. Yeah. It's not like... Dude I mean, fight? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was funny uh-huh. when they would have their funny bickering moments just back and forth, or you yeah. know, being, like, super jealous and uh-huh. just, like, talking shit or making faces. Yeah, totally. Or, like, saying stuff under his breath. But I, I appreciate them being friends and getting along. Same. I like that more. I just like everyone to be friends. <laughs> um, da, 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 da. So back at the office, Songi and Jiul are sucking up to Donnie to be her partner on her project. Mm-hmm. Basically her idea book series that got her her job back. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jiul wins because... She worked hard and did research, unlike Songi, who was just like, you know, making sure Donnie's desk humidifier. Yeah. Sorry, or... I got you in trouble. Also, can I work with you, Kay? Thanks, bye. I know. Really? Songi. And I love how Jill's like. to her more, please. I know. And Jill's like, actually, I already did research, and like, she hands her a little clipboard. <laughs> so good. And I'm like, yay, Jill, so mm-hmm. proud of you. Getting things done. Mm-hmm. Then we cut to different people, like, customers um reading the new edition of april 23rd with an updated chronology for mr kong and we get another clip of mr kong's old friend giving yunho and sojun a letter that mr kong wrote and he specifically said that he wanted his son to have it when he died so he wrote in the moment or he wrote it in a moment when he had his memory back Mm -hmm. and he tells whoever's reading it that he's been foolish and even though he will forget and not be able to use his muscles. This is something that should not be forgotten. He then asks Yunho to write the chronology of his life and to include his, you know, diagnosis mm-hmm. in there. And he tells Yunho to be like a book, be warm inside someone's heart. Wow, so sweet. Yeah, so then we're kind of like wrapping stuff up. So mm-hmm. we're getting little shots of different, you know, basically the different closures. Yeah, closures and people's lives so we see mr bong and miss so eating with their son and we see mr kim go into miss go's office 
and she's sleeping, and he leaves a note and covers her with a blanket while she sleeps. And, uh... But also so funny that she's sleeping on the job. <laughs> I know. Unless like, it's, like, late at night. I don't know. What time is it? <laughs> uh, so the note says, I get that you love work, but work will never love you back. And I then there, that line. I know. Ugh, the hit tone. Yes. And, uh, he has, like, another little note saying, like, I'm telling you this as a friend, not mm-hmm. as your boss, or something like that. So when she wakes up, she goes into his office and says that they should skip work together and go to the beach as a friend or mm-hmm. whatever. It's really sweet. And he looks so excited. Mm-hmm. And they just, like, walk out of the office together. It's so fun. So we keep getting more Mr. Kong voiceover. We see more clips of the cast, like, yeah, you know, Do wrapping anything. stuff up, living their best life. And Mr. Kong's voiceover is basically just talking about, like, you need to live your life to the fullest and mm-hmm. be warm and be kind and blah, blah, blah. So we cut to Jill, who's gotten a book back that was approved by Hayden, and she celebrates with Park Hoon. The two of them celebrating is always cute and fun. Mm-hmm. And then we see Hayden bring Sojun food, and Donnie and Yoon-ho hug each other. Yada, yada, they're always hugging. Mm-hmm. Hayden and Sojun are eating at his place, and she tells him they were all side dishes her mom made when he asks if she cooked it. And then he suggests that they've started dating since she brought him food that her mom made. And obviously, like, they're cute together. Mm-hmm. They should be together. Yeah. Not Sojin and Donnie. Not Hayden and Yunho. Yeah. They should be these two. These are the right couples. Yeah. I totally agree. Um, and he tells her he heard that she stayed in front of his house that night when he was reading through things and mm-hmm. thanks her for worrying about him. And she says she feels like they become close friends, but Sojin asks if Yunho is still her number one guy since she called Yunho instead of Sojin when she found out he was the author. And she says she only did that because it was work-related. <laughs> and he asks, what if it wasn't about work? And she gets super Ooh. flustered and, like, cute and red-faced mm-hmm. and everything. I think he's better at flirting with Hayden than he was with Donnie. Yeah, and I'm not sure why. Mm-hmm. But I feel like with Donnie, it was more like, here's some food. You, you said you like this. Here's more of this. Yeah, I here's more you noodles. <laughs> you want noodles for every meal? <laughs> Oh my god. Maybe because he felt like he needed to impress Donnie. Yeah. But hating, he's seen hating at probably at her worst. worst. Yeah, so. absolutely. <laughs> they, they maybe got through all of like that whole awkward phase. Like, yeah. Kind of liking each other and wanting to impress each other. Totally. They're past all that already. Mm-hmm. Um, she then tells him that she really liked his book and suggests that he writes some more. And as an editor, she looks forward to reading that next book. Mm-hmm. That's actually by him, not him trying to imitate somebody else. Yeah. Um, Jill and Donnie are now super excited that their book is done. And it's a book with a botanist. And it's talking all about plants and plant life. And they don't really go into it. But it seems like more of an informational yeah. book as told by a botanist. It's kind of like how a botanist sees the world and like applies botany mm-hmm. to everyday life yeah like real world yeah they compare like relationships yeah exactly it seems pretty interesting mm-hmm. where can we read that i know someone make that fanfic <laughs> um they are told however that they need to wait for it to be published which bums them both out mm-hmm. so then we cut back to Hayden and sojun and they're having another meeting where they fight about the design of one of the books but she gets a call from her mom about a blind date 
And I like seeing them fight because it's not that they're just going through the motions, yeah. but this is like very standard for them yeah. at this point. Their disagreements. So Sojun asks if she has plans since he thought they were going to go to dinner together and he looks so sad mm-hmm. <laughs> he's like i thought we were gonna get dinner so she tells him like no actually i have a blind date and he's like don't go <laughs> and she's like okay um and he tells her that he wanted to be a book for her since that's what his dad wanted and she asks what kind of book and i like how she's like one about morals and nagging and stuff. <laughs> like dang girl and he tells her no a romance novel Ooh, cute, cute. <laughs> then we cut to donnie looking for apartments which is freaking what? crazy to me i'm like pretty sure they only threw this in because that like apartment finder app was another sponsor oh that makes sense okay yeah but then they should have had that like in the beginning of the season they should have had freaking g yule Use that app. Yes. Since she's actually a person looking for a place to live. Or that one scene where Donnie was looking for houses or places to stay. I think she might have used that app. I don't remember. But yeah, I don't know. It, you. This is very common in K-dramas where, like, they have to really get all of their sponsors, mm-hmm. like, fit in the show. But yeah, I'm like, dude, you already live in this gorgeous home. With, like, a gorgeous dude. Yeah, why are you... Is like, fucking do everything possible for you. Like, anything you want, he'll do it. Mm-hmm. Why do you want to leave? <laughs> yeah. Also, like, if you're concerned about your daughter, which I get, you have, like, a cool loft attic mm-hmm. area that Yunho says that he wants to use more. Like, that could be a cute little... Or the room mm-hmm. she's currently staying in. Oh, yeah. why are you still in that other room, girl? <laughs> yeah, I thought it was kind of weird. Like, I don't know. To me, once you've slept with somebody, it kind of... Is weird that you're you regress back to sleeping separately apart from each other when y'all are in the same house. house. Yeah, again, I, like it's obviously totally understandable if they have their own places. Yeah, like, you don't need to sleep with someone every night or anything. Yeah. But yeah, like and literally, they are like paces away it's from each other. It's like, crazy. You just sneak into his room at night. Yeah, just, you don't. You don't want cuddles into his bed. <laughs> night it's cuddles so are weird. so nice. Yeah, it's crazy. So anyway, uh, she's looking for an apartment. And so Yoon-ho comes in and he's like, oh, okay. Like, I like how he doesn't really freak out. Mm-hmm. Like, he's still trying to, like, let her do her thing. Yeah. Um, but he also obviously thinks that it's absurd. Yeah, he's making a face like, the fuck? And she's like, okay. well, I told you I only wanted to be here for six months. And I'm like, like Donnie. I wanted to get out of your hair or whatever. You fucking idiot. Sorry. Again. <laughs> clueless. Again, totally clueless, this girl. <sighs> so, yeah. So they go and they check out an apartment and we get to see the coat. Yes, yes, the Destiny's yes, Child yes. camo jacket. So good. And he wore it in a way that was interesting. <laughs> So. I forget what pants he's wearing. I don't even know if we see the pants. Yeah, I don't remember. But he's wearing, like, a We're cream... We're too excited by the <laughs> coat. Yeah, he's wearing, like, a cream, um, like, shirt. It's almost like the one that Donnie gave him. Mm-hmm. Like, a collarless shirt. And then, like, a red maroonish turtleneck underneath, I think. I love that, like, button-up turtleneck combo. Yeah. Very cool. So... They're looking around the apartment, and Donnie's like, I think this one's pretty good. And Yunho's like, it's nice, but we won't take it. And she's like, huh? 
He's like, it's not big enough for two people, you dummy. And he's like, which then would mean it's not big enough for her and her daughter. Donnie is like really good at marketing and advertising, but she kind of sucks at everything, everything else. else. <laughs> Ugh, Donnie. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, he says the plays won't work and they'll be living together for the rest of their lives. And they, he kind of like pulls her out of the apartment and she's like, well, I thought, you know, I didn't want to bother you, blah, blah, blah. And he's Girl. like, he reminds her that wherever he is is her home, which means wherever she is is his home. Ha. Mm-hmm. So That's nice. Cute. Then back at work, Jill and Donnie keep asking the different founders in Yunho about their books. Mostly Yunho. Yes. Um, and he keeps saying that he he's not done thinking about it, which I feel bad. Also because Donnie was brought back for this idea, yeah. and no one's being very responsive about it. Mm-hmm. And this is, like, Jill's, like, big project yeah, that she finally earned. Yeah. So while Yunho is blowing the two girls off, he gets a call about how the company has gotten more orders for two of their bestsellers, including the poetry collection that Mr. Bong fought for, Ooh. which I feel so happy for him. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I told you, I told you. <laughs> <laughs> Love him. Um, and another book that I think Songi was involved in. Phone. Yeah. And I like how Jiul and Donnie are just like, oh, uh-huh. come yeah. On. So Mr. Kim is really happy and he takes the office out to lunch since they're making the money. Mm-hmm. And he thanks everyone for making books that sell, <laughs> and, which is kind of like throwing shade at uh-huh. Donnie and Jill. Because he kind of, like, yelled toward them, too. Yeah. Like, this is why we make books that sell. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Being a little aggressive. Uh-huh. And Jill's like, do you think that was meant towards us? <laughs> um, but... But then he announces that Donnie and Gio's book will be published soon. And we're like, yay! Alright, happy ending for everyone. I know. And so Yunho kind of explains that it might not be a moneymaker, <laughs> but their book is special. And the reason why they need to publish books that sell, like the murder books and things like that, is so that they can make books like Donnie and Gio's book. That won't sell a whole lot, but they'll sell over time. Yeah, they explain it like it won't be, like, on the bestsellers list right away, but it'll be, like, a steady book Mm -hmm. that will be popular for years to come. I would much rather have that. Right? Yeah. So, Miss... A nice, good, steady book. (laughs) Exactly. A classic. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, Miss Go also announces that they will have a blind recruitment system where they do not take age, education, or background into consideration, only talent. They so, learned. Yay! <laughs> Good for them. Um, then we see the office people all walking together, and everyone's just kind of enjoying their afternoon. They've had their lunch, everyone's happy. And then Yoon Ho kind of starts walking ahead and grabs Donnie's hand, and she looks really embarrassed, and she keeps, like, mm-hmm. covering her face and doesn't know what to do. And everyone starts freaking out, and they're like, what's happening? Are they dating? Is Yoon Ho the one she kissed? Is Yoon Ho the younger guy? And everyone's just I'm like, so jealous. <laughs> I don't know what girl yelled that she was so jealous, but it was I feel like so it was Sonny. <laughs> so fucking funny. I know. And then, as everyone's, like, freaking out about this new couple, 
um, Mr. Kim and Miss Go like grab hands and they're kind of holding their hand up, like not mm-hmm. all the way up, but just like kind of like shyly up. Uh-huh. And everyone's like, "What? What?" <laughs> like pointing yeah. at them and screaming. Everybody losing their minds. It's so cute. Uh huh. And then um, Mr. Bong, <laughs> Mr. Bong grabs Miss So's hand and she kind of just like. She, they're all running, and she's, they start running for a little bit, and then she realizes, like, it's you holding my hand. She, like, throws it and, like, runs away from him. It's all so good. Uh-huh, There's so slow funny. motion running. We have Donnie and Yoon-ho kissing under, like, romantic branches and trees. And then we get a voiceover of Donnie saying that she opened a new book and has been reading new sentences every day, and that book is her oldest book. Yeah. Except... So nice. Except <laughs> the epilogue. Yes, uh, so funny. Mm-hmm. So first off, we see Park Hoon interrupting one of Jiul's blind dates. They yell at each other, and he's like, I'm getting you a wedding gift or something like that. And she's like, huh? And then she gives him a little peck, and they decide to start dating. Finally, yay! They would be a crazy couple. Oh, yeah, but, but so funny. So funny, yeah. Then we see Mr. Kim and Miss Go eating together. Mm-hmm. Cute. We see Miss So um, seeing Mr. Bong and her son off as they go home from work. Mm-hmm. Nice. And then we see the rest of the staff walk out of the office and we get that Beatles type song. Matthews. With the a shot. Series. Yes. And it's like a really beautiful shot of the empty office. And I love the tile in that office. Mm-hmm. It's really cool. The whole office looks really cool. Yeah. It's almost, it seems kind of like mexican spanish inspired mm-hmm. tile yeah like the tile you would see at the missions or, <laughs> or on the Riverwalk or it's something cool place. yeah it's really cool and so yeah so that's the actual end of the series yay, yay. that was fun so many funny characters mm-hmm. i feel like this was a lot funnier than descendants of the sun oh yeah this descendants of the sun got deep dark yeah i think that would be considered more of like a melodrama mm-hmm. or uh yeah and this is more of like not a feel-good maybe yeah like a feel-good rom-com. drama yeah rom-com <laughs> so shall we discuss some fashion yes okay yes god i love miss go's all red look mm-hmm. uh all of her looks Yes. Miss So is definitely the fashion MVP to mm-hmm, me. Mm-hmm. Love. Or, yeah, not Miss So, Miss Go. Yeah, definitely the fashion MVP. Um, Hayden wears a varsity style sweater, I mm-hmm. think is what they're called. Like, it's blue with the black and white collar. Yeah. And then. I noted, yours? Okay. Yeah, I noted that I really liked her all plaid outfit. It's like plaid head to toe. It's all the same. Oh, uh-huh. And it's like a long sleeve plaid with like a really long plaid skirt. And okay. they're, they're very matchy. It's like a blue, like blue brownish greenish. I don't remember the exact color combo. Mm-hmm. But it looks like 70s inspired. Okay, it's yeah. a cute look. Hayden, I really like that she has a lot of vintage inspired mm-hmm. looks. Donnie, this whole series has been like hit or miss. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes she'll have really cool looks like that fucking denim blazer that I love so much. It's too expensive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but she also then, like, randomly wears super wide, like, palazzo pants. Yeah, with, like, huge tennis shoes. I'm just like, girl, In, like, on. 
A sweatshirt that is, like, seven sizes too big yeah. for her. Ugh. I guess when Yoon-ho buys her stuff, it's, like, on point. Yeah, he needs... his ex is getting that. <laughs> yeah. Only dress her in stuff from his ex's store. Mm-hmm. Don't... Don't let her shop. <laughs> Don't let her pick her own outfits. <laughs> Which is funny, because she had a lot of cute clothes during that, like, what should I wear montage yeah. from episode 14 or whatever. Uh-huh. But... Yeah, I'm like, why are you wearing those clothes? Mm-hmm. Donnie... Especially, like, when she's in the actual marketing yeah. group now. She's not running errands. And I think she's still wearing those tennis shoes when she's in the marketing group, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think it's, like, like we said, common um, for her to be wearing the sneakers as she's running around. Mm-hmm. Because I've seen in other dramas... And I've just, like, heard of this, like, in places where you have public transportation or a lot of walking, like, Mm -hmm. women carry their shoes, like, in their bag and just walk around in tennis shoes and then Uh they change into them. But, yeah, I'm like, where are you going, Donnie? (laughs) Why do you need to look like that? Yeah. But anyway. I didn't... She wants to be comfortable. Yes. Um, obviously, the other fashion icon, that pink camo coat. Yes. You need to mention it again. Absolutely. I'm so happy we got to see it in the wild. I know. I know. When it they came on us. Yeah. When it came on screen, Jill and I were both like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> so amazing. Um, but yeah, other than that, I didn't... I don't know if it's because I was, like, so excited that it was, like, episode 15 yeah. or 16, but I just didn't notice a lot of fashion stuff. I feel like I was kind of telling myself, like, oh, that's cute. Mm, that's, a, that's cute. And uh-huh. then I didn't remember later on. All yeah. I remembered was her was getting to plaid look. That's my standout. I mean, this was overall a beautiful show. Mm-hmm. Agreed. And again, make sure you subscribe to listen to more of our in-depth thoughts about the series overall <laughs> next week. Mm-hmm. Um, but shall we talk about some romance? Yes. Is a bonus book? Yes. I love you moment? <laughs> Let's do it. I love you. I love you. I will always love you. love you. My I love you moment, I think, is when Mr. Kim and Miss Go come forward holding hands. Mm-hmm. So cute. I mean, there were kind of a lot of I love you moments. Like, not any of that made me be like, oh my god, but just yeah. like, oh, that's cute, that's cute. It, episode 16 in particular was just like full of like, Oh, that's nice. That's yeah, cute. Yeah, everything was, like, fluff. Yeah, yeah, everything was just, like, really good. Yeah. Um, I also like Sojun and Hades mm-hmm. arc. And um, Jiul and Parkoon finally mm-hmm. deciding that they're dating. Yeah, they're screaming mad. <laughs> I feel so bad for Jiul's, like, blind dates I have to deal with all of that bullshit. I know. Poor dudes. Oy. And her mom. I'm glad we didn't see her the last couple of episodes. She's a bit much. Yeah. Definitely. Um, I think my I love you moment is the line that I can't find in here right now. But the line where Mr. Kong leaves that note for the guys or the son. I don't mm-hmm. know who he's really referring to. But basically telling them... Um, that that he wants them to be like a book mm-hmm. to be warm inside someone's heart. I think that line is really sweet and special. Yeah. I think that's a nice I love you moment. Nothing to remember. Yeah. And I like 
how Donnie had already referred to Yoon Ho mm-hmm, as mm-hmm. a book, like as a separate thought, which yeah. I think is cool. So everything is connected. It's all falling into place. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. All right. So mm-hmm. I guess we can talk about some thoughts we had that won't cross over into next week's episode. Mm-hmm. One thing that I we kind of glossed over that I thought was, like, really funny is when Mr. Bong is freaking out about the fact that, like, they got the manuscript, mm-hmm. like, Mr. Kong, or what they all think was Mr. Kong's manuscript. And he's like, make a copy. Like, I know you have a copy. He's, like, yelling at Hayden. And then he yells at Donnie, like, make a copy of this. Oh, yeah. And then he's like, wait, that's not your job anymore. <laughs> like, he's just so flustered. I I don't know why I thought that was so funny. Mr. Bong's a great character. He really is. Um, mm. I also loved how Mr. Bong was like, I'm taking dance classes. Does anyone want to go dancing with me? And Miss So is still asking people to go clubbing with her. Yeah. <laughs> like, the girls are asking, like, or Jiul and Donnie ask her about publishing her their book. And she was like, no, but I'm down to club. Like, yeah, you want to go to club? clubbing tonight. <laughs> She's crazy. So funny. Mm-hmm. Midlife crisis. <laughs> oh, yeah. But she's living. Mm-hmm. And bone and some author. So. Yeah. I'm, oh, she also says at one point you she needs three men, or she's learned that she That's needs right. three men. Like, one... What I is she? what she words it. Oh, fuck. But, yeah, it's basically, like, one who's smart or, like, one who's, like, good at their job or something like that. And then, like, one who's sweet. And then, like, one who's good. <laughs> and then Mr... Bong is like, good at what? Good at what? Oh, <laughs> uh, God. Yeah. Anyway. This is a fun drama. It really was. So, I'm really excited. Um, Again, this can be, like, a kind of off-mic conversation, but I don't know what to watch next. Mm-hmm. Maybe we can, like, put a poll if we should watch another old-school drama, uh-huh. like a classic that's on Netflix. Or if we should watch a new one. They're yeah. just... I don't think there aren't any new dramas on Netflix right now. Gotcha. But there the is... Oldie might be good. I was thinking Strong Girl. Strong Woman. I've been wanting to see that. Maybe we should just do that one. I would like to do that. Okay. And then we can have mini eps with the American version yes. when it comes out. I... <laughs> yeah. So... If you want to reach out to us, tell us which dramas we should do in the future. Hit us up on Twitter at OKDramaPod. Mm-hmm. Talk to me there about other dramas. Mm-hmm. Oh, Touch Your Heart is ending soon, too. <laughs> and I can't deal. <laughs> can't deal with it. All your dramas are ending. I know. And then I feel like, what am I going to do with my life until I start another one? Mm-hmm. Um, you and can oh, yeah. talk to me at OK Drama Podcast mm-hmm. on the Insta or both of us on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Also OK Drama Podcast. Mm-hmm. You guys have to go to Instagram and follow us so you can see Jill's awesome illustrations. Sometimes I post them on Twitter when I remember, but <laughs> Instagram is definitely the place where you need to see those. They're fun great. to make. <laughs> They're perfect. Um, yeah, or if you want to email us, thoughts, corrections, fan fiction, fan fiction that Jill I'm desperately needs. I'm so happy when the first person sends me a fan fiction. 
yes, be that first person, and we will dedicate a whole episode to you. I'll send <laughs> you a that silly front. drawing of one of the characters. Yes, we would love that. Like, if you want to send us stuff, we would love it. So, yeah, okdramapodcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. That's where you can send us stuff. Yeah, so, like I said, subscribe wherever you get podcasts so you can get our episode with our dudes next Monday. That's going to be fun. Yeah, and every Monday after that, we will be in your feeds to talk some K-dramas and other nonsense. So, yeah, until next time. Bye. Bye. Okay, drama. Okay, drama.